good morning, afternoon, whatever. It's, this is the other side of the pulpit. I'm I'm Jeff, and he's John. We're John's a preacher's kid. I'm a preacher with kids. We we like to get together and talk about the Bible, and and we love to discover the uh, the, the things that we've never discovered before. I'm not going to say the undiscoverable, but the things that we haven't discovered. We like to understand and. And the Bible is so full of information. I think that me and John can live, if if we were to live another hundred years, we might scratch the surface of what God's Word is. Um, but we love to get together and talk about it. Um, and we uh, we do more than just a 30-minute thing with y'all. We, we let y'all listen to some of it, but we've been here talking for the last 20 minutes, and we decided we'd let y'all hear this discussion. Um, we're gonna, I think we're going to pick up where we left off. Um, but let's open with prayer and then John's going to get us started. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day, Father. Thank you for all your many blessings. Lord, we just ask you to be with us as we study your word today. Lord, open our hearts up that we can receive your message and that we can learn more about you and what you would have for us. Father, we ask you on your son's holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, Johnny. We were in Romans... Chapter 11. 11. Yes, okay. That That's basically where we broke off at last week. But And what the discussion was about... Uh, it's about words. Yes. And, and how words have been substituted from some of the original stuff, but yet we also understand too that if you go back to the 1611, that there are words in there that are words but are not spelled like words that our English uses today. Right. Uh, but the, the, the particular word that brought all of this out was the word thee, where Paul in, in uh, Romans chapter 11, verse 13 says, I am the apostle. And most, if not all, of the newer translations say an. Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't know what the words are. What are they? Uh, uh, an, the. An, the, uh, then, thou, the, the adverbs, adjectives, Eject. What are the the articles are the are articles. a and and the okay the articles those are the three articles that's the three right. articles that we have in in looking at this and yes what we talked about last week that if you go from this and you go say you go say into Romans sixteen twenty five or you go back into Romans six, uh, fifteen sixteen or you come back to to uh, some of the other passages in Corinthians or you go back into Timothy. Uh, where Paul says specifically what the message that God gave to him specifically through the Holy Spirit in the desert when when he was drug out in the desert, uh, the word the and an and and what was the other one the connective the, articles a and the yeah all right those those are the connective tissue now let me give you a. a, a what do you call it? An analogy, okay? We just had a barbecue, right? Yep. All right? If you know anything much about barbecue, the reason that you cook and smoke and slow cook that stuff for so long to make it tender is what? It breaks down the connective tissue mm-hmm. of the meat. Mm-hmm. So when you pull that meat, it pulls apart very easily because there's nothing holding it together. Right. These articles in our English language... Mm-hmm. Present, modern day, from you know, from a certain point up, these mm-hmm. are the connective tissues of our mannerisms of speech. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you take those 
connective tissues, when you take those articles and you substitute them, then you have a tendency to change the meaning of the entire passage mm-hmm. simply by that. Mm-hmm. Because when you go from, from Paul saying, I am the apostle, to I am an apostle, to the Gentiles. Now, there were other, other apostles. Mm-hmm. There were other apostles that spoke to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Just like who was the first one? But wasn't Peter? Peter. Peter in the house of Cornelius. Mm-hmm. But Peter was an apostle to the to the Jews. Whereas Paul is the apostle to the Gentiles because there's only one that was specifically designated as the apostle to the Gentiles. Why? Because the Gentiles were not included in anything up until Cornelius. Which comes into the it comes into the thought process of when when were the Gentiles brought into the church, or when were the Jews brought into the church, or is the church that uh, that has the Jews and the Gentiles is it the same church? Well, it's all the church in Christ. The church began at Christ. Mm-hmm. We're 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 on the edge. I know we're deep, and some people are probably sitting there going, wow, y'all are deep, but we're on the edge of jumping way, way off into off. the depth. Oh, I know, and I'm, and, I'm and, well aware of that. And, uh, um, but when you start changing... Because when you start talking, and you're right, I'm not disagreeing with you, okay? I'm, I know. I'm, I'm going to narrate a, a second for the, for the people that might would take time. When you start talking about the church... And you start talking about the Jews and the Jews being in the church and the the uh, the Gentiles that are becoming Christians are not God's chosen people. Mm-hmm. The chosen people are the Jewish people. Go back to Genesis. God chose Abraham out. God chose them. Mm-hmm. God chose Saul to become Paul. To, to be the one in Acts chapter 9, to be the one that he sends to the Gentiles to talk to the Gentile people. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. what you're talking about is, but now, you sh- now you're about to jump off in even more depth th- that I'm not sure I'm ready for, but it's less anybody listen. Because when you start talking about the church, you're talking about throwaway denominations. Absolutely. We're not talking about the Baptist Church, Methodist Church, Presbyterian Church, Pentecostal Church. We're talking about people who have received Christ as their Savior who are part of the kingdom of God. Absolutely. We're not talking about church members in society. Absolutely. And so also what we're talking about here, because look, I'm on board with what you're talking about. Paul was the one Mm-hmm. That God chose to be the one to come to the mm-hmm. the, the Gentiles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when you start looking at the Gentiles as as the church, He's going to call. This is I feel like this all when you start talking about the rapture, you have to separate the Gentiles and the Jews. Well, then you get into you're then talking you... about the church of. Christianity will be raptured out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to, because it doesn't talk anything about after the rapture. It doesn't talk anything about during tribulation except for the 144,000 Jews mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. will be, will see the kingdom. It doesn't say anything about anybody else. Mm-hmm. 
And do you think it's hard to receive Christ now in this world and, and God's mm-hmm. here? Wait to wait till the, the Antichrist is mm-hmm. up and see how hard it is then. When we talk about the church, we got to understand we're talking about the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ. Yes, we're not talking about yes, absolutely one hundred percent the bride of That's Christ. That's exactly right. And that is and and so and we are the bride of Christ as the church. Is am I right mm-hmm. on that? Mm-hmm. And so because we're the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. But yet there are Jews included in that bride well, of Christ, and that's where we're gonna get. We're gonna have you know you have to sit down and break it all down into into like you said, break it down and get to the nitty gritty of different things, which comes back to that connect that that connective tissue. But when you see, I feel like the reason why we're gonna be raptured out is because we're we're the bride of Christ, and He's gonna come get His children. Which is a covenant promise. Yes. And so... Um, Which goes right back to where you talked about it. It goes back to that covenant that mm-hmm. God made with His people at Abraham. Mm-hmm. Which is where we as Gentiles separated out. Right. And where the Jews became His covenant mm-hmm. people. That He was going to fulfill all these prophecies through. Right. So when you, when you do all that, we, don't, we probably don't need to get too deep into the church, the rapture, the... The, the Jewish people and the punishment they're going to endure during the tribulation and how that's all designed by God mm-hmm. for what they... And, and we need to go back to the but articles. But Jeff, as you know, as you know how I look at things, and most people don't because they, they haven't spent the time. Yes. I started a point. Mm-hmm. And then I ramble all the way around and come right back to that point and it all hooks together. And how I how I do that, I do not know. Well, all right. you also but, you but also go, where does this come from? You this also go very linear both directions. In both directions. And so you go forward and you go backward. Does that mean that east all eventually meets west? <laughs> in in a sense, yes it does, because once once you go all the way around, you're back to where you started from. Mm-hmm. And so you've actually met yourself from the going east to meet yourself exactly. coming from the west. Which comes back to this, okay? This word here led me to this right here. Back in Second Timothy. Okay. You might want to look at it. All right. What version do you have? I have the King James. Okay. So do I. I believe I do. Uh, what is it? I have the King James okay. version. All right. I want you to read that. It's Tyndall. Second, Second Timothy 15. Second Timothy 15. Second Timothy 2.15 to be exact. I was about to say I need a... A, a chapter four, two, two, fifteen. Like this version of the Bible here, uh, based on the it's written in. It's, it's not written. I, I like the the it's written in paragraph form. Of these things, Lord, Second Timothy two fifteen. There it is. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. All right, what's the very first word in that verse? The very first word. 
steady. Okay. All right, and in case you people, in case anybody's listening, in case anybody is actually listening to this, I mean, we get tens and tens of listeners. Sometimes we get less than that. Sometimes we get fives and fives, don't we? Mm-hmm. Maybe and every once in a while we get elevens of elevens. And occasionally we get ones of ones. All right. Sometimes it doesn't post very good. Sometimes, Sometimes we, get, we don't get anything. We don't get anything. <laughs> All right. Study to show yourself Study. approved. Show okay. thyself approved. Show is S-H-E-W. Chew. It's chew. Which is old King's English. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. Two, five. All right, and, and what I have here, I've looked it up in a Holman Christian Standard. Mine was a, Tyndall. Okay, King James. Holman New King James. All right. And as we, all right. The Holman Christian Standard and the Holman New King James both say, be diligent to present yourself approved to God. Now, excuse me, Jeff, okay? But I was raised in a little podunk high school uh, school in my formative years Mm -hmm. called East Calida. Little communities called Long Streets where I was actually born and raised up till I was 10, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But when they told me to study in the first, second, and third grade, what did that mean? That meant to get the information out and learn it. Basically, to find out what you don't know Mm -hmm. and learn how to keep it in your... Study study is not memorizing to, to, to regurgitate on a test. Studying is to understand what your what the information is and and when i get when i get a uh, at work i'll get a plat and it, they'll be, be dividing off a piece of property or they'll be connecting two pieces of property to make one piece of property or it may be construction plans where they're going to do a build a building or whatever and i have to study that to find out what's on there so that i know what they're doing mm-hmm. so that i can take that and I can and I can know if it's legal or not legal. I I can and then when I go out there, I can know if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing based on the information that I've got. So I have to study that. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, and then because I'm not going to be able to. I do have the the stuff out in in the field with me, but if I don't know what I'm looking for, then I got to get everything out and look at it again. And so studying means to learn what information is there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and that's, my, pretty, that's pretty specific. I'm not sure if that's, yeah, I'm not sure if that's the Webster's Dictionary version no, of I'm it. No, I'm not looking for definitions. But that's what it basically entails for me, yes. All right. So so when they tell you to study a plat map, that means you look at that thing and find out everything that you mm-hmm. need to know or everything that can be or everything that... Where where somebody could slip up and have missed something and maybe not put up well, a silt fence yeah. in a proper place. Also, it, it's something that if I if I have a, somebody ask me a question because I may not when I've got ten projects going on I may not remember every detail of those ten projects mm-hmm. but I can 
I go, okay, I remember reading that. Let me go back and reference it. So not only does it study it to understand it, but also study it so that I can go back and reference. Mm -hmm. It was put in there. And so let me go back and find it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the first thing I do is I have a checklist to go through to make sure it was put in there. You know what I'm saying? So so yeah, so that's it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So to make sure they're doing it right. So so when in... On the other hand, now, if he comes up to you, now, and, and I'm going to give you another, another yeah. example, okay. another analogy here, too, okay. at the same time. Cool. All right. When, if he were to come up, if your boss were to come up and hand you this plat map and say, be diligent with this plat map, what would you do? You would do everything that you thought mm-hmm. was right. Not necessarily what conformed. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I, I, and and, and this, this is coming down... What it's coming down to, what, I, what I'm trying to bring oh, out, well, is, I, look, is it's us dude, wait, focusing dude. our minds in the proper direction. Man, as soon as you said that, I, I, got, I got you. I'm 100%. Let, let me explain, let me explain what, you just, what you just opened up. Come on with it. Okay. But if, when somebody reads this scripture, they are diligent they're diligent in what they want to do, applying the Bible to their life. They're not studying so they know how to apply their life to the Bible. Which is They're what? being diligent to try to figure out how they can change the Bible to fit their life. Which or is how proof they, yes. yes. It's proof text. Or, or they're, they're trying to figure out... They're trying to... Depends on the person. See, that's the whole thing, guys. It depends on the person. Because if you're saying, like, for you to be diligent, you're like, well, I don't. I want to find out all the answers. But for somebody else to be diligent, they may go, I want enough to get by. Yes. Or for somebody else, they may look and go, well, I'm living a good life. Mm-hmm. For somebody else, they may want to go, well, how can I justify my life? For somebody else. But if you study it, you're trying to learn what the author said. Right, exactly. There's a difference. Exactly. Which goes back to that the of the Apostle Paul. When we understand that the Apostle Paul was specifically set aside to go to the Gentiles. Why? Because the Gentiles had no knowledge in -hmm. their whole society about this oracles that were revealed to the Jewish people and Mm -hmm. about them being God's elect and them Mm -hmm. being God's chosen people. And, and them being under the law. Because the Gentiles didn't have the law that the Jews did. Correct. The Gentiles didn't have the, the singular, the one God, the triune God that the, the Jews had. Wait, wait, wait. And that's yes another and no. thing. Yes and no. They, God was there. They were worshiping all these other that's gods. That's exactly right. So therefore, they did not have him. That's exactly right. But they did not have him because they were worshiping other gods. And Mm -hmm. when God said, I'm sending Paul to get my people, Paul goes out and starts all these ministries. Mm -hmm. And yes, the the other apostles went out and Mm -hmm. they started at home and they went to the uttermost parts of the world. And yes, they did. Mm -hmm. But Paul was the original one to go to to them, even though he was not the first apostle to Mm -hmm. talk to them. You could could split hairs on on that as far as, yes, Paul was not the only apostle. 
And you can split hairs saying that Paul was the apostle that God sent to the Israelites, but the other apostles taught the not the Israelites, the Gentiles, mm-hmm. but the other apostles did teach the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get all confused by that, mm-hmm. but what you have to realize is, because I'm in agreement with you on on Paul is the apostle for mm-hmm. the Gentiles. Um, but that one word, the, that is in that Bible is only a supplement to the mm-hmm. words that God has said in other verses that show Paul's the apostle. Does that make sense? That's exactly, <laughs> why, that's exactly why it took me back to that word in 2 Timothy where it said study. If you don't study this, you won't know this. Well, if you just take this for you know for face value right here, and don't go into investigate that this mystery of grace that was revealed to the Gentiles and the Holy Spirit and all this other stuff coming in, that was specifically given to Paul. But, and to understand that, Paul also went to the to the Jews to start with. And this is a, another good example of which goes back to the explanation of the church. Study yourself. Study the study. Bible. Study. 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 When you come up to other type places in the Bible that may use the or an or a, instead of making everything dependent on that those articles, exactly, go back and find out if that article is actually if it stands. Yes, find out if it stands. And the reason why is because I was told, and I got I got to do more research on that because I I had a I had a professor in college tell me that. That, that knows Greek said there's no articles in, in, in the Greek language like we have. They don't use it. Right. But the connective tissue of their language was different than what ours yeah. is today in English. And, and when you study other languages... As is it's different in Spanish. Yes, I was going to say, as you study other languages, you find out that things are, are, are done different there as well. Um, Spanish, you don't say John's book. You say the book of John. Mm-hmm. So um, you don't say, you know, the possession is always of. And so if you take that and, 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 and our language and go, well, the book of John, did he write that? And I'm not talking about the book of John in the Bible. I'm talking about John has a book over there and a, a, three, a, a spiral notebook. And if I say... If I, he's got two, and if I say in Spanish, I would say the the notebook of John, and in English, I say John's notebook. So, you know, it depends on what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is that notebook of John? Is that something that John wrote, or is that something that John possesses? Mm-hmm. You know, did he write that book? And uh, so, and we could dwell on. Things, but if you go back and learn about the whole thing, go well. What kind of notebook is it? Mm-hmm. It's a notebook that he keeps his notes in. Oh, well, then it is his notes written in a notebook. In, in a notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so but you can dwell on things. I mm-hmm. guess is what I'm getting at. So before that one word right there in that language is the reason why you base your entire theology. Go back and understand because if that one word is is key, it's going to be key in other absolutely. verses it in the absolutely Bible. Absolutely is. Um, it absolutely is. And that's 
That's well, and, and see, this comes back, though, Jeff. This comes back. One reason that I'm, I'm putting so much emphasis on this is because of what we call today modern-day, uh, I'll call it postmodern evangelism. Yeah, I'm, I am... Uh... I am really concerned about our churches today. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm really concerned because people have gotten away from the Bible in their life and yet that their life looks just like the world but yet they claim to be Christians yes. and then they turn around and then they want to take that the Bible and, and apply it to their life, and they have to con- they have to change things around, and and then they don't want a preacher. People say, "I want a preacher that's going to preach the Word of God," but as soon as it offends them, mm-hmm. they get mad at the preacher. As, as, as soon as you start talking about being holy and set apart right. and show, and, and you start talking about the purity of life and the example of which, and I'm not to even set. talking about from the pulpit, John. Oh, I know. I'm talking about when you're having a conversation with somebody and and you're trying to stand on the Word of God and they don't want to stand on the Word of God and they get mad because you're saying, you look at it and go, this is what the Bible says. And uh, let, let, me, let me go back and give you an example, okay? Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine one time, and this is back when I was... Uh, here again we go, okay? Mm-hmm. This is back when I was... Uh, uh, um, a quarter a heathen and three quarters Christian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How can you be both? Yeah. Anyway, he comes in one night and he says, "Uh, I got saved. I accepted Jesus Christ in my life. He's my Lord and Savior now. It's good. It's very good." That called the guy's name. So uh, tell me about it, man. I'm you know excited to hear about it. Why? Because I was raised up religious. Baptist preacher's kid, okay? Mm-hmm. Raised in, in literally in the church. Mm-hmm. So he explains to me, and I knew, I knew the man whose church he was in. I followed, you know, he also had a preacher's kid that had turned into a preacher, okay? This, that is one now. Anyway, he said, yep, uh, I went out there and, and uh, he said that I, uh, that, that I was a sinner and I was going to hell and I agreed with him. He explained all this to me and, and then he told me that all I needed to do was say a, uh, say a prayer and make a public profession. And I'd be saved. My name, name would be written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'd have eternal life and get my fire insurance and I wouldn't go to hell when I die. And for about two weeks the old boy straightened up a little bit. He quits talking ugly and of course, I was right there beside him. I was doing the same stuff, right? Quarter, mm-hmm. you know, quarter heathen, three quarters Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He called me about two weeks ago, and wanted to know if I wanted the recipe for George Washington's moonshine. He was well under the weather too, I might add. Mm-hmm. He was also the same guy that one time a, a, another friend of mine who died in Beulah. In in the in the uh, tor- tor- hurricane tornado thing that come across mm-hmm. down there, uh, and this young man's in another. He was in another d- denomination, and I'm not going to go into that. But uh, he used to ride a motorcycle a lot. Well, this guy 
that I'm talking about rode a motorcycle too. So the guy that died invited him to come over and ride with their group one morning and do a Bible study down at Hardy's in Opelika. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I can't go around to that group down there anymore. That, that's my last time with them. They're just too far off in the left field. They just they they just got too much Jesus and God stuff going in them. And, and you you can't do that. You got to have a balance because you got to live in real life. You know. You see where I'm going? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of evangelism where you come down front, you make a public profession, you say a prayer, you write your name down in front of you by and say, "Okay, I'm saved for eternity." Now let's go on about our business. It does not work that way. Yeah. It does not work that way. Is it easy to believe them? When you study to find out what that means and what the gospel is and what happens when you believe that gospel. Mm-hmm. That gospel is laid out by Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Mm-hmm. And you realize that by the goodness of God and what He's done for us in that death, burial, and resurrection, all that He's done for us to, to, uh, to accomplish salvation or to receive that salvation whereby we won't step off into that eternal punishment. Mm-hmm. All that's been done has been done by Him. And He has mm-hmm. bought us with His precious blood. Yep. And we receive at that time, we receive His Holy Spirit to come live within us. Mm-hmm. And Go ahead. John... I, what you're saying is absolutely right. And when I was younger in the ministry, I was just as bad of a leader as what you were talking about led that border to the Lord. You know how many years I saw that happen? Oh yeah. You know how many years I've been looking at that? And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that in the last twenty plus years that I've been in the ministry, and especially the last 18 years, and I have spent more time trying to, 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 to help people understand the Word of God. And in the last, I, with my kids especially, and you're the reason with my kids, and that's why I say in the last 18 years especially, with the last, with my kids, I have tried not to teach them how to be religious, but how to choose God as their Savior. Absolutely. There's a completely different thing. Absolutely. I'm working with the youth right now, and I'm trying to teach them Absolutely. That, that why they know what they know and why it matters and what it is. And if they don't, if not to take my word for it, but if they're not going to take my word for why God is real, then don't take the word of somebody else for why God's not real. Absolutely. Study it and it's, for yourself. Jeff, the, the the evidence, the revelation of it, the the evidence, the, the it, it is so clear all around us that this spiritual battle that we that's talked mm-hmm. about in Ephesians six twelve, it is so evident how violent that battle is that's going mm-hmm. on around us now. Yes. How intense and how subtle and and, and, and just the, the the diabolical nature of it. There are more people that are doing exactly what you said, trying to find a balance. There is no balance. Mm-hmm. When you are in the Word of God, you should feel at home. 
Absolutely. When Absolutely. you are not in the Word of God, you Absolutely. should be uncomfortable. Absolutely. I, over the years, over the years, it took me years to figure this out. That when I was, my friends quit inviting me to stuff because I wasn't having fun there. They could tell as much that I, I lost friends based on the fact that I wasn't drinking and partying because I didn't want to be there mm -hmm. because I was so uncomfortable. And I don't, I don't get comfortable being around the world. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable being around God. Absolutely. And so if you are balanced where you feel good both places, then you are, then you are faking it. Mm -hmm. And you are not a real person mm -hmm. in Christ. It, There's it, just no way. If you're sitting around in a bar with a bunch of people and everybody's drinking beer, and I don't care if you're not doing it yourself, and you don't feel uncomfortable. I was at a hotel with some people, and there was a bar there. Well, me and the one guy that I was actually with thought that it was a bar grill, kind of like mm -hmm. there was a bar there, but there was tables set up for people to eat. Well, when we walked in, there wasn't no table set up. It was literally just a bar. Mm -hmm. They served food there. And when I sat down, I was so uncomfortable. Man, I just couldn't hardly sit still. I was like, they, people are going to think I'm at the bar. And, and I was in a mm -hmm. place where, what, what, where didn't, nobody would have ever come back to the church and said that Jeff was in a bar. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it had nothing to do with what the church might say. Mm -hmm. It had everything to do with what I, how I felt. Mm -hmm. I felt uncomfortable about being there. And uh, they go, do y'all serve food? And the guy says, yeah, but our, our, our grills shut down 30 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. And so my buddy looked at me and said, well, let's go somewhere else to get something to eat. Mm -hmm. And I think God was just answering my unspoken prayer. Mm -hmm. Because when I walked in there, I was like, I don't need to be here. And I was sitting there like, I, how can I get out of this? And I'm trying to figure out how I can get out mm -hmm. of this. So I, I literally did not go, dear Lord, mm -hmm. will you help me get out of this? But I was sitting there going, I got to figure out a way to get out of this. What am I going to do to get out of this? Man, we got to get out. I got to get out of here. And I was... And when he walked over and said, "Hey, there's, there's the the grill's closed," man, I was I, I was about to look at my friend and go, "Well, if there ain't no there ain't no food here, I'm just gonna go back to the room." Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's when he said, "Let's go somewhere else to get something to eat." Mm -hmm. So God answered my prayers. But that that's exactly what you're talking about, John. That's where we need to be. We're we're, we're way out of time. Father, I thank you for this day. Lord, I just thank you for your patience. And I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your long-suffering. Lord, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit being within us. And Lord, I, 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 I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for your mercy. Father, help us to realize and understand what study is and help us to do that. I pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Go for it. Good morning. This is Jeff and John. We're from the other side of the pulpit. Hello, Jeff. Oh, John. John's John's a preacher's kid, and I'm a preacher with kids, and we like to get together and talk about the Bible and current events. And we 
challenge each other theologically and and all that kind of stuff. And so anyway, we just kind of get together and talk about it. But just want to spark a thought in your mind. And uh, we're not the all-knowing, but we know the all-knowing. Yes. Uh, so we're going to open in prayer and get started. Dear Lord, thank you so much, Father, for this day. Lord, I ask you to be with uh, those that might take time to listen to this podcast. Father, we ask you to open our ears, our minds, our hearts to your word. And Lord, that we can decipher what your word is from the world. And that we can, we can apply your word to our heart so that we're not a part of the world. Father, we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Johnny, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, you remember what we got hung up on kind of last week? You remember, mm-hmm. Do you remember last week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. We were um, talking about the... Uh, phallic symbol. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not where we ended up. I mean, we got... Mm-hmm. We started there and... Mm-hmm. We headed out to Moreland and wound up in West Point. Right. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to where we kind of dropped off here at, okay? All right. And that was when we got down in Romans chapter 11, and we were discussing the significance or the apostleship singularly of Paul. Okay. All right. I'm going to ask you some questions because iron sharpens iron. We're not arguing. We don't argue. That's right. We investigate. That's right. And that's... That's the good thing that I can say about you and I mm-hmm. is we're not out to prove or disprove one or the other. We're not at odds with each other over these things. Right. Absolutely. We, we just simply want to find out the truth. Right. And sometimes we may agree, but we disagree in our conversation so that we can strengthen our understanding. And so we and not on, and not only <laughs> you know. and this is something else that I thought about too, Jeff. Last week, uh, you and you and I both have somewhat of the same temperament. Mm-hmm. We're stubborn, and it both number one, we're stubborn. Mm-hmm. Number two, we both love to argue, mm-hmm. which is something that I have to continually fight. Which is sometimes when we come to a point where we don't agree, I'll just shut up. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I know me well enough that when we start contending with a point, that's why I said iron sharpened mm-hmm. iron. That the best thing for me to do is keep my mouth shut because my emotions come up because of my drive and take over and I begin to argue instead yes. of discuss. Right. Okay. And our whole point is we want to discuss because we want to grow stronger in, the, in, in our understanding. And there's times we learn from, uh, well, we always learn from each other. But uh, So go ahead with the apostleship of Paul. Okay. And this is one of the questions that came across in me reasoning with myself and, you know, not arguing with myself. But when we came up to chapter 11, verse 13, and I got to that word right here, it says, I am the apostles Mm -hmm. to the Gentiles. The. That's a singular word. Mm -hmm. And what was the comment you made about translations and about coming from Greek and the participles and the dangling negatives and all this other stuff? You the, remember? Yes, I was told that the uh, the Greek. Now I, I can't speak speak Greek or read Greek, but I had a um, professor that mm-hmm. taught Greek that said that the Greek language does not have the articles in it, so those were added in 
the scriptures. Now, okay. that's what I was told. I have not found anything different by that okay. because I don't read Greek. Right. All right. Here, here was, the, and I'm going to go over with you. I'm, I'm going to present to you the mm-hmm. questions that went over in my own mind mm-hmm. after this. <clears throat> Number one, that article, the, right there, mm-hmm. it's not supposed to be there because it wasn't there in the Greek, right? According, According to the professor, okay. yes. All right, well, if you'll just back up one verse, if you take all of the articles, the, the singular implications that we have in our English language today, mm-hmm. if you take that word the out because it wasn't there in the original Greek, then it completely, absolutely changes the reading and the meaning of that verse above it. Why? Why not say that? Okay, now, if the fall, which would indicate there are more than one fall, Mm-hmm. You know, if you go under that pretext that we're talking about, about Paul not being the singular appointed apostle to the Gentiles, if you go under that pretext, wait, wait, and wait, Paul wait, wait, being an and, and I know minute. you didn't say wait, that. Wait, yeah, let, let, me, let me stop for just one second. I am a firm believer oh, I know that you Paul is, the, is the, the apostle, according to Acts, God said, told Ananias that he was going to use Paul mm-hmm. to reach the Gentile nation. In the ninth, so in the I ninth believe chapter. with all my mm-hmm. heart, Paul is the apostle for the Gentile church. The singular. But I... Yeah. And, and, and the reason I say this is because we're going to go right back from here. We're going to go right back to that ninth chapter of Acts. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, by the scripture itself, we're going to, we're going to pull that out and show where that's exactly true. Well, and I'm and, not I'm not talking about my opinion or anything right, else. I'm right, talking right, about right. the 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 reasoning that God put within us by the Holy Spirit to discern his word mm-hmm. and what's right and wrong. Right. Uh, which is something people don't do now. Right. Uh, and, but go ahead, go ahead. But, but I was going to say as far as like Timothy and Barnabas and John Mark and all that goes um that that were that Paul had trained and taught and worked with. I've never seen that they were ever apostles. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I've never. T- totally honest with no. you, I've never, never read that they were apostles that I can think of. Where ne- never taught that they were apostles. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. thought they were apostles. Never. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, that's something I've never researched mm-hmm. to find out. However, I do know that Paul was an apostle. Well, and, and, and what, what brought this, this question mm-hmm. out was the fact that as I look for that word, mm-hmm. and you go into the other alliterations, mm-hmm. it changes it from the to a or an. Mm-hmm. Which when you do that, and, and I'm talking about all of the... Uh, the uh, uh, CSB, the, the, the King James the version. The New King James the King James version and uh, I, my Bible. I put my Bible in my truck yesterday, and I and and uh, then we came in the car. So my Bible. <laughs> so I, I've got another Bible in my office, but it's not the Bible I like to. to you know, you got your favorite Bible. I do. I've got yes, I, and so that, that's not my favorite Bible is coming apart. But I, I've got another Bible in my office, and it's the oh. King James version. But the King James version, one of the problems I've had with <laughs> one of the problems I've had with the King James version is when it, the, using the articles, it appears that the articles are not used according yes, to yes, the yes. English 
that I was taught in grammar school. Right, right. And then you go back to the 1611. What does the 1611 say? Because well, John, you got John, John's got a copy of the 1611. Um, his John, John bought the original when he was ten. And he was <laughs> in nineteen sixty. I mean, sixteen eleven. He he was ten. He was born in he was born in sixteen oh one. But that copy has since since been uh, used so much that uh, he he destroyed it. So oh, I've got a goodness. copy of the original sixteen eleven because I'm not as old as John. You got laughing and I can't and, find it. So let's see what the original sixteen eleven that was that was. And, and and I'll tell you the difference between the 1611 mm-hmm. and the and the King James version we read today are the letters in it. Uh, UV is of instead of OF. Um, little things like that. But I'd like to hear what the same verse says. The it says the 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 okay. 1611 says the okay the the revised King James version says the. Mm-hmm. The New King James Version mm-hmm. says, and I quote, for I... Sp- That's John's phone going off. What is Chris Copeland calling me for? To talk to you. I bet. Well, I'm not going to talk to him right now because we're in the middle of something. Yeah. For I speak to you Gentiles inasmuch as I am an... Apostle. Apostle. Well, now here's the here's the other thing. All right, let's let's go back for just a second and talk about this because we're not changing. You, do, when you are going from one language to another language, sometimes the direct translation does not translate, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's why when we get hung up on certain things, oftentimes I go. We need to go back to the Greek and find out what the Greek says, mm-hmm. um, because in Genesis, a good example in Genesis chapter one, the the word that is used for day is a Greek word that means a single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Genesis chapter two, it says in the day of creation, and the deal on that is, in in the Greek word, it's a day for a time period. But when they do it, when they translated it into English, we have a saying that says like back in the day. Yeah. So day can mean two words. Yeah. In the Greek, they had a word. This would a college professor, and he told me the words, and I don't remember the two words. I wish I did. I wish I'd have wrote them down in the front of my Bible that I left in my truck. So I wouldn't have it with me today. But he's, he told us the word that meant day mm-hmm. for singular and the word that meant day for a time period. Mm-hmm. You know, the time period that they were talking about. So it means two different things. And the reason why I say it is because I've had people come up to me and go, why did it talk about the day of creation in, in chapter two? Mm-hmm. And they had singular days in chapter one. It was their two creations. I did create everything and then destroy it. And, it. and then one day later, he created everything again. I go, no. It, it's a it's period a, of it's time. It's a period of time. So yes. we get hung up on our English language mm-hmm. that that stops us from seeing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Just like this right here, um, but when I'm when I'm doing like, um, and I'm trying to learn Spanish. Yeah. And um, mucho gusto. Mm-hmm. If you do mucho gusto, 
it's much like. Mm-hmm. But if if you meet somebody in Spanish and you say mucho gusto, you don't much like them. Mm-hmm. You it's a pleasure to meet you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are nice to meet you. So mucho gusto. If I go uh, mucho gusto in a um, I like something a lot. Do you do you want coffee? Yes, I want coffee. Do you do you like co- coffee? Mucho mm-hmm. gusto. Yes, I like it. I like it a lot. But then you turn around and use that same phrase, mucho gusto, when you're meeting somebody, and it says it means nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. And so there's phrases in the like to say weekend in in English. We say weekend, but if you do weekend in it's fines de semana day semana which is mm-hmm. the end of the week mm-hmm. and so um they say it different so the phrases we i don't get hung up on i i know i'm the word police when it comes to a lot of things but i don't get hung up on different things because i think sometimes we get we we lose we lose something when we try to make something if that makes sense. You've got a confused look on your face, not because of what I'm saying, but because you're looking for something. I'm missing copies. Oh. My ESV has disappeared. And my, What's that over there? That's New King James. Okay. And my CSB has disappeared. Huh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, but I, does I that, know does what that you're make saying. sense? I, I absolutely See, because you got the translation that says an apostle, and he is. It, 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 he is an apostle. Yes, because... But he is but, also the apostle. Yes, so you get... We can get lost in trying to trying to, to make everything hinge on the article the or a or mm-hmm. an and miss out on what they're trying to say. But but see, here's, here's the thing we're getting at right here. You've got to study the scripture. Yes. Absolutely. You got to study the whole thing right. and bring it all together. Is Paul the apostle, the apostle, the apostle for the Gentiles? Yes, he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without Are question. The other apostles. Well, see, and it, this were, goes back to something you said last week, which really got me investigating and looking into this. Not, not for the set fact of trying to prove you right or wrong, okay? Right. But for the fact of there was a statement made, and I know you probably didn't hang on it, but I did. Because we hang on different things. Right, right. Uh, that the devil is the author of confusion. Yes. All right. He is. How does he how does he author and in effect that confusion? By causing us to focus on, on something. something like that. And and what, what what would hang you up, what doesn't hang me up. Exactly. And so he'll cause me to get confused on one hang up. Exactly. Exactly. Which, oh, which caused me to absolutely. look at the way this thing was worded. But then it also caused me, and, and, and I'm sure the Holy Spirit did this because he brought me back to the ninth chapter of Acts. Right. All right. And which brought up this question that answers the question that you and I are talking mm-hmm. about now. Okay. If you go back to the ninth chapter of Acts, mm-hmm. and this was funny because I was thinking about this in the shower in, in relation to all this other stuff, but if you go back to the ninth chapter of Acts, mm-hmm. Paul was the only apostle that Jesus himself, how do you know that, specifically identified. 
specifically showed that he was the apostle to the Gentiles, specifically appointed by the Word of God. How do you know that? I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to grasp what you're saying, so I'm listening to what you say. All right. Look at what was said. Tell me what designation. And this is going to be funny when I make this funny. Okay, I'm going to make this funny. How do you know that Jesus Himself specifically appointed the Apostle Paul as the only designated, as the only one that there is evidence that He ever specifically appointed anybody? It's right in front of you. I'm, I'm reading. I'm. I'm in. Oh, I hadn't got that far yet. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles. Absolutely. That's what I, that, that's okay. the verse I was referring to right. but, when I said he is the, the, the apostle for the Gentiles. But there's something else also there, too, that was put in front of us by a translator. And what is that? What color are the words? They're written in red. They're not written in red in, in, in 1611. Nothing's written in red in, nothing's in my written 1611. In red in yeah, nothing's written in red in my 1611. But they are in the King James, the, the, the uh, authorized yeah. King James Version. Well, and you can get a... You, you can understand get, what I'm yes, saying? Yes, but you can get the King James Version with it not written in red as well, Which too. The, the funny thought that come across my mind was, well, you know, when Jesus spoke to the, to the 12, every time he opened his mouth and the words that came out of his mouth were red. Mm-hmm. Which is what we don't do. Our words don't. The, no. the <laughs> yes. The air and the, the sound of the words that come out of our mouth are not red. So that's how. That's why they were right, and they had to change colors. When they had to change Jesus. colors because the words came out of Jesus. Well, you know, and I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That was just a, you get it now. Yes. Don't you? <laughs> But here, and you can get Bibles without it written in red. I know, and there's one right there. Yeah, but but the the deal is, is you know why they, you know, verses were not they weren't in there. They did all that for us. Yep, absolutely. Because we're not we're we well we know we don't know Greek and we and that's why sometimes you're reading um you're reading something and you go wait a minute it, that chapter should have started right here instead of where it started mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. this should be in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? It ain't a chapter. It's there's no chapters and verses. That's exactly That's right. for us. That's Truth for be us. told, is we should be reading this thing over and over mm-hmm. and over and over and over mm-hmm. again, which and, which comes up to where it signifies because nowhere else in these New Testament, nowhere else in this, does does the Lord Himself even appoint somebody to to go to somebody to appoint well, I actually, them specifically. No, no, and I got to remember the verse. Jesus told the twelve disciples. When they were disciples, he said, I'm giving you the authority to go out. This is when he was still alive. This is before Acts 1-8. Mm-hmm. And he says, he goes, I'm giving you the authority to go out. And he says, go to your people. Go. He, and who were their people? The Jews. The Jews. He, he was not sending them out to the Gentiles. He was not sending them, he to, was the sending them to the go Jewish only people. to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Yes. And then it says oh, here oh, in, in Max, 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 I am not talking. I'm glad I'm not preaching this morning. I'm glad Blake's preached this morning because I have bumbled my words several times today. 25 or 26, I think. Um, 
Jesus says to the disciples, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So he's actually telling them that they're going to be doing this starting at home and, and spreading out abroad. So they are going to mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. for the entire world. Yes. At this point. At that point. At, at this point. In Matthew, he says, you just go straight to your to the people. And I can't remember the whole verses on that. I wish I could. I wish I could quote every verse that I've ever read, but I can't. But it, but as I study more, I, part part of the reason is I get I get tied up in looking for something, and then I can turn around and and Fine. learn something else. And well, and, so. and see that's that's one of the one of the problems I have too, Jeff. Or one of the things that happens to me is is we'll get in a discussion like this, and mm-hmm. I'll know these verses, but I don't know where to right. find them. And in trying to find them, I lose the train of thought. And, and this is why I said when we first started, iron sharpens iron. Yes, absolutely. Which is what the purpose of this is. Yes, if we, if we wasn't if if we wasn't growing in, in faith, then these discussions would be a mute point. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're not going to find it because we're looking for it. Yes, we've absolutely. We've got our mind on other things. Um, but but at this point, he sent them, and and as you read through Acts, and you're the you're the one that pointed this out to me. As you read through Acts, you see that the the um, like Peter and all that, the disciples that which come are apostles, they're transitioning from from the old way, but they're and I forget exactly how you put it, but they're actually they're messianic. Yeah, they're but they're yeah they're 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 starting to to shift to teach everybody, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but the, mm-hmm. what they're teaching everybody is the same thing Paul is teaching the Gentiles at mm-hmm. that point. It, but it, they're teaching the Jewish people how you've got to, and you got, and, and we're going to get back on something we talked about earlier, John. <laughs> Look, this is, this is great, man, because this, this is our problem is we get just talking about, we could probably, truth be told, if we had, uh, um, if we didn't have, to, if I didn't have to work, we could probably start today and not stop. Probably not, which is why Stephanie used to have to call you and say, Jeff, you need to come home now. And how Linda used to look good. I think your wife wants you at home now. Yeah. <laughs> and this was like after we started at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Yes. It was 3 in the afternoon. Yes. So, so, <laughs> so, but this goes back to Peter saying to the Jewish people, repent and be baptized. Yes. And Paul yes. going and saying, yes. no, you, yes. Paul not saying yes. no, but Paul looking at the Gentiles saying, you have to believe, you have to receive, and then you repent. You know, that that's there's a completely different which comes under that that article that we were talking about of being the difference between transitioning out from Jewish under law yes, to, into the period of grace that was offered to the Gentiles. Yes. Now, was that same grace offered to the Jews? Absolutely it was. Yes. How do you know that? Because Peter went into the house of Cornelius. What's yes. the first thing he said when he came into the house? Mm-hmm. You know it's unlawful for me to be here. Yes. And then what did he say? But God has shown me that what, what has been called common and unclean, he has cleansed, yes. basically. Yes. Uh, and I know that's a paraphrase. Yeah, but that's, that's basically what he told Cornelius. Therefore, he knew in his heart that he could come in that without violating his Jewish law. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Christ had cleansed it with his blood. Mm-hmm. 
That's why the sheep was let down out of heaven three times. And there's all, all kind of beasts and creeping things and everything that was unclean to a Jew under the ceremonial mm-hmm. law. That's why Peter could come into that house. Mm-hmm. And, and how do you know that Peter understood it somewhat, but what did he do when he left Cornelius and he went back to the Jewish, uh, to, the, to the synagogue, to the 12 in Jerusalem? They contended with him. Mm-hmm. Which is another word that in translation loses its, not necessarily its meaning or its translation, but when we read it, we don't realize what that word contention actually meant. Mm-hmm. We don't realize what all, they didn't just contend with him like you and I go back and forth with each other a lot. No, they violently uproared him. Why did you go into the Gentiles? You broke the law. We're supposed to kill you now. Not only that, you ate with them. Yes. Which, what was a large portion of the Gentile diet? Pork. 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 That's why Paul addresses it in 1 Corinthians. That's exactly right. And then, and if you want to know, and I got to do a deeper study on this. I've I've really just started looking at it. But in Daniel, mm, I'm I'm thinking in my mind nine, but I can't remember now. When it talks about Daniel seeing the timeline, mm-hmm. and then there's a space mm-hmm. in the timeline, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's and Daniel did not understand it. Yes, but that's the the age of that's that's the church church which is that's the, the Gentile the age of grace the church age the Gentiles yes. coming into this because up until this yes. point, what had God told the Jews to do with the Gentiles have nothing to do with these people. Yes. And there's a timeline that goes through there. See, and that supports what we're talking about mm-hmm. with the with the two different direct, two different, the the same location but two different ways to get there. Yep. Um, yep. And one's because you're the Jewish people, and one's everybody else. Yes. And yes. The church, and this is why I feel like the one of the reasons why I feel like the church is going to be raptured out mm-hmm. is because it has to be. Yes. It has to be. Yes, and and uh, and the reason why I feel like it has to be raptured out is because that that's the next thing is going to be the Jewish people will will have to have their punishment mm-hmm. uh, for their. And, and when you look at that timeline, Jeff, when you look at that mm-hmm. timeline, what are the Jews up to this point looking for? What are they looking for after the cross? They were looking to go directly into the tribulation, mm-hmm. into the seven years. Why was that? Because they were looking for their Messiah to come and set up the kingdom on the earth. Mm-hmm. Well, the one that had been sent as their Messiah, as the Messianic Jews, saw him, not the Old Testament under the law, under Moses. Mm-hmm. That's why they killed him, because he was going against that and showing them another mm-hmm. way. Okay? When they killed him, when they put him on the cross, to these Messianic Jews that saw him, that Peter's confession of faith was what was it? What was it he said? Peter's confession of faith, he said, Thou art the Christ. Thou art the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And what did God tell him? What did Jesus tell him? Peter, Holy Spirit revealed this to you. Mm-hmm. Well, when, it, it, at that point, that was separating Peter and his confession of faith that he was Christ. The same thing Martha confessed. The same thing, what did she say? When, when the Messiah comes, mm-hmm. and Jesus told her, I'm the Messiah. Mm-hmm. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the, I'm the light. I'm the resurrection. Mm-hmm. All right? Then you, the, you get into the book of Acts, and you see where this is changing. Mm-hmm. You see this transition. Mm-hmm. 
that's where Peter comes into the house of Cornelius because he was actually the first one to deliver to the Gentiles mm-hmm. the message of grace and salvation. Mm-hmm. Their confession of faith was entirely different than what Peter confessed to faith. Mm-hmm. Because the Holy Spirit came upon him, that was the symbol, that was a sign which the Jews yes. looked after. Mm-hmm. That the Holy Spirit came on yes. them without reason simply because they believed. Yeah. And what was the message they believed? It was the message that Paul gives in 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Mm-hmm. What, what was it? Yeah, Jesus died on the cross and was raised from the dead. He died, he was buried, he rose again. Yeah. yeah. For eternal salvation. That's the meaning. That's it, period. Yeah. In the story. Yeah. He died, he buried, he rose again. Mm-hmm. They're still looking for the Messiah now. Yeah. And that's why I believe we'll be raptured out because the, the timeline shows that, that he'll have to. Because we're the bride of the church, and that's when everything comes. So, which um, is what Paul talks about when he said, "There's a natural, which is, which is the the earthly covenant that he mm-hmm. made, the kingdom. That's mm-hmm. earthly, and there is a spiritual, which is the bride of Christ, mm-hmm. which is the church, mm-hmm. which comes in yep. under, under the blood in any age of grace. Yes. Right. The covenant has not been put off. God is still going to deal with His chosen right. people. So, yes. So now that we... Man, we covered well, a lot of ground. Yeah. And we never got through the verse we started. No. <laughs> the, you and I get hung up on different things. And I'm, I, we, don't, we don't disagree on Paul. Mm-mm. Where we... I look at... I, I'm looking at... Don't, I, I don't get... The, the hung up on uh, on individual words like that because I know that that in the translation what we things got, are what changing. we got hung up on was an was it was it a changing of the translation did it change the meaning it, when you go from the which is a singular word to and which is an inclusive word and and I think that when that you when study you, the scripture you know it did yes I was going to say you have to study everything around it yes. to find out that you that that no, it didn't change anything. He is an apostle, be, meaning there are other apostles, but he is the apostle to for the, the Gentiles. Gentiles. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, yes, it did not change. Exactly. <laughs> so I've got a question for you, and because we're out of time. Oh, man. And, and this, i got to call Chris back. And this is a very loaded... I love loaded potatoes. Yes. <laughs> I want to spark thought. Maybe we may or may not talk about this next week or not. Is the United States mentioned in the Bible? I hadn't even thought. I, I mean, I've thought about it, but not really in depth. I mean, I hadn't really got into it. If it I is, had. I'd like to know where. I would too. And if it's not, does that mean the United States has to, has to cease to exist? I, I have heard prophecy twisted that it's here, and I've heard prophecy twisted and untwisted what was twisted that it's not. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the United States, then you have to look at Canada too. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, then you got to look at Mexico. Mm-hmm. Why? Because this is all one continent, right? It's all mm-hmm. inclusive on one continent. The, uh, is the governmental system that we've got, because when you come up through the, the Old Testament, you didn't deal with democracies. Mm-hmm. You dealt with kingships. Mm-hmm. When you talk about the kingdom, you got to have a king. Mm-hmm. We're out of the kingdom, but the kingdom yet is still coming. Mm-hmm. So, I had a guy say something 
we was t- talking and, and, and he goes, you know, the United States is not mentioned in the Bible. And he says, so he goes, it's inevitable that we will quit being uh, the United States. That this, that it's inevitable. And uh, I'm sitting there going, I'd like to know more. And so, which is another thing when you look back at this, it goes back and looks, it is what is this gospel of grace that was given to Paul because it was completely different from any other system yeah. that had ever come in. That's true. And what what does it what does that center on? It centers on the individual mm-hmm. and that individual's relationship, mm-hmm. which is what democracy is supposed to be focused on, or which this country was set on. You you focus on the individual. Somewhat. Yes. If you think about it, and yes and no, and I, let me. Yes, every like your salvation is completely on you. We, we need to put the brakes on. And yes. start this. Let's do this yes. next week because we're. We need to write this down. <laughs> all right, John. Close. You just you just triggered something that I heard this morning that goes all the way back to Abraham. Well, I was going to say you, when you said the way you said it, I was like. <laughs> I was like, man, that's not. I can't. I can't yes or no that question. I've got to yes it with a with an explanation. <laughs> was 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 America in prophecy? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. We'll get to that next week. Close us in prayer, John. Father. Thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to to do what we're doing and mm-hmm. to sit, not only discuss but take what your word says. And make sure that we mm-hmm. that we are complying, or folding into, or understanding your word correctly, yes. and not us taking your word and, and folding it into us and make what the Bible says right by what we think. Mm-hmm. Father, I just ask that we explore your word and take your word, which is what faith is. It's taking you at your word and make it your faith not us uh, uh, imposing our faith on you. Father, go with us today. Keep our hearts and minds open as we go through our week. Open our eyes to your scripture, to what you say, to how you direct us, and help us to follow that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.